Finally doing something besides standing around with a broomstick up your butt. You ain't no rodeo clown, old son. Clown face. This is kind of stuff I used to get as a coach. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> That's serious. I could call a better game. I had a guy one time tell me, all you ever do is run or pass. Run or pass. <laughs> That's funny. Oh. So, well, if you got any suggestions on something we could do besides that, just let me know, brother. What? Got to get her on down the road. Thank you for joining us, Rodeo Time Podcast. We've got Mr. Uh, Dale Brisby, Donnie Daytona, Leroy Gibbons, and Coach Massey here. Um, we're going to talk about football, rodeo. We're going to talk about the wreck that happened at the Winnebago Rodeo Company grounds. On the beaches. We're going to talk about 2020, what was most exciting, and then we're going to talk about 2021, what we're on to the next one for. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And uh, we'd like to thank Rock and Roll Denim, Reflex Denim, for bringing us this, bringing you this podcast today. You have on your Reflex? Uh, always. Donnie? Yeah. yeah. I've been wearing mine, same pair since the since we wrestled that bull. The same pair? Yeah. I just, they're, they're lucky. I don't I believe in lucky, luck, but. Lucky jeans. I gotta, yeah. go, I gotta go get mine uh, stitched up. I did one more. So oh, yeah. Lucky. You got stepped on in the, in the butt area. Buttocks. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing they had that flex. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they flexed <laughs> all the way out of there. <laughs> Maybe you should tr- switch to the FRs they offer. Mm, yeah, those are harder to rip. Or just they? don't get stepped on back there. Mm. Let's or go with that. don't wear pants. <laughs> or just don't wear pants. Uh, Maybe that's your 2021. Just wear pants less. Nudity. Yeah. yeah. Bingo. Thanks for listening. So, big weekend with bowl games. Thought it'd be interesting to have a um, football coach on the podcast and uh you've where, where all have you coached well most of my career was in the houston area uh sci-fair high school was my first job and then i went to um back to texas a&m and coached there for two years after i'd gone to school there left a&m after two years and went to university of florida for one and came back to texas and coached at uh conroe high and then katie high school and and then my last 14 years, I was the head coach at Deer Park High School. So either college teams or big high schools? All 6A high schools, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. But I didn't even know they had 6A. Yeah. That Six, started when we got out of school. 6A is now the schools that are 2,200 school uh, students or more. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> so you guys have tryouts. Did you have tryouts for football? Uh, if you come out for football, you made the team. We, right. we didn't cut people in football. But my last couple of years at Deer Park, in grades 9 through 12, we'd have about 375 kids playing football. Good heavens. Dang. Yeah. A lot of kids. Yeah. I think my senior year at Memphis, I want to say we had 20 – people on our football team on varsity <laughs> playing both ways Dang, that, oh yeah oh, that's mm-hmm. i thought i had it no, we had we had like 32 <sighs> maybe with I don't, I don't remember that many it was it was in the 20s we i know it was in the 20s we only had 12 on jv yeah jv was yeah jv was always that way the, but the 12 those guys had to be iron men yes i mean mm-hmm. 
your your offense, defense, all the special yep. teams, everything. Yeah. I uh I loved special teams. I was quarterback on offense and then um linebacker on defense. And I I wanted to play special teams, but coach wouldn't let me. He said that was enough. So I loved football. I loved come off the field. <laughs> <laughs> If I if I wasn't so much into rodeo, I, I wanted to go play at Blinn. Because you know, at Blinn, I'm in. At Blinn, I'm in. Blinn and Brenham. I was. That's where I had sent video and everything. So he said I could come be on the practice squad. So he didn't offer me any scholarship. That was but. also the year that Cam Newton was there. I don't think it and was. It was. There was some. Because a lot of didn't you you no, can I'm speak joking. to this Cam's, a little more Cam's than your age. A more than uh, we can, but. Uh, didn't a lot of them guys that couldn't make grades at A&M go to Blinn? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Blinn was a place where – it's a good school, a good program, but uh, it's not that way so much anymore. But in those days, guys that had a little bit of trouble with the academics would go to Blinn and uh, – not just Blinn, there are other places as well. But, yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. And that was, that was like – because you hear junior college, and I was like all geared up, ready to go to – you know, I was like, I could handle this. It's junior college. And then it's like, you get there, and coach is like, it's not really a normal junior college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last chance you kind of. Yeah. I mean, you go there, and, and and the guys, all the guys on defense really wanted to go to A&M or Texas or Auburn or LSU or, you know, Georgia or that. Eh, well, no, you got to go here first. Right. Yeah. What, uh, what did you think about the uh, – did you all see the brawl? Who was it? Mississippi and uh, Mississippi State and Tulsa. And Tulsa, yeah. yeah. That was pretty. That was pretty epic. It, it was pretty wild. It it went on for a long time. They, usually they don't go on for that long. Usually they get broken up, but uh, this one didn't. The one thing I never understood about those guys is the guys that start taking their helmets off. Yeah, right. in a yeah. brawl. Yeah, that's well, you could get clocked from any direction, and, and now I'm gonna take my helmet off. Right. I also not, didn't not understand really. like full swinging. At a face mask. Yeah, that don't yeah. make like, no what, sense. Why are, you, why are you gonna hit a guy in the face mask? Like it's it's not gonna hurt him. It's, it's more of just an emotional hit at that point, you know, because it's not physical for either no, one of you. You're not gonna hurt a guy <laughs> yeah. hitting him in the face mask. It's no. just to show him that you're mad, you're angry. Arr. You want to show emotion, Arr. so you hit him. Did you see that kid? He ran up and uh, kicked that kid that was down on the ground, and, and then kept, just running. kept running. <laughs> just a flying yeah. kid. Yeah, before. just kept running. What dri- kind of like a drive by? Yeah, okay. yeah. drive by. <laughs> it, it was a drive by, run by, kick. What I I couldn't figure out is like do they like that guy did he not think that anybody was going to catch that on camera yeah because he was out by like he like it's one this guy's down on the ground he runs and kicks like he's got the name on the back of his jersey yeah, like they honestly don't think about that when those things start happening. in that moment they, in yeah. that moment you're right they don't think about it did you ever have any brawls with teams yeah one time at the end of a game we had a benches clearing and it it's bad it's when you're out there in it and you're a little older <laughs> yeah than the participants and you're trying to break it up uh-huh and, and you don't have a helmet or shoulder pads and stuff. right i mean you're and you, you got to be careful you got to make sure you only grab your guys mm-hmm. to try to pull them because if you grab off. the other ones uh, yeah if you start grab yeah exactly so Dang, it's, i didn't think about was, that uh people get they get it's like they get really testy. Like, don't I seen uh, one of those coaches grabbed a helmet that was 
one of the Mississippi coaches grabbed a helmet, and it was Tulsa's helmet, and this Tulsa guy came up to him, grabbed it from him, and he thought he was, like, trying to steal his mm. helmet. <laughs> and started jawing at Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. We're looting yeah. out here on yeah. the field. I'm trying to steal your helmet while yeah. you're not looking. I'm going to land our school one more helmet. That's what I'm worried about right now. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I don't know, like, what. I mean, obviously, it's not good for that to happen. But then there's there's also got to be like some sort of like locker room loyalty, or is there? I mean, like, what's oh, yeah. the? I mean, oh yeah, it's it's you know you protect your brothers. You want to see guys you know, like you take care of a guy in the same color uniform, right? And uh, it's a team sport. Yeah, yeah, no question about it. Yeah, is that what you were thinking when you came out in the arena, Leroy? Team sport? No, I was like, uh, Ty's dead. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get him off. <laughs> you get went him to, off that bull. You went to that sucker. That was, was, that was a good like three seconds where I was like, okay, I know what to do. What do I do? I don't remember. What do I do? <laughs> but I was most excited when it when all the dust settled. Like I'm not gonna say surprised that you came out there, but because I had a time where I fought a few bulls. And you had a, a very short time where you fought a few bulls, and it was, it was like three years. Yeah, but it was intermittent, intermittently, and you you were like you weren't as excited about fighting bulls as you were other things. Like you just did it because you had to. No, it wasn't yeah, like, I was all about some bronc riding more than I was fighting bulls. You Definitely. you you weren't trying to make a career out of. No, it. I wasn't trying to be Cody Webster and get bullfighter of the year or anything. Right, and so and not only that, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, I think the last bull I fought was with you when I was like 19. At so, 18. anyways, the point is, it's like, I was like, and then Tyler's buddy Hudson, you know, you got to do something when you go with the guy. And so, that was what was cool to me when all the dust settled. That's fun. It's gotten a lot of, it got 7 million views on Facebook so far. Dang. 7 million. That's getting up there with like my top three videos, top four, on yeah. Facebook. That's really incredible how fast it's happened, dude. I mean, it's oh, like man. less than a week. Right. There's a lot of people on there. Oh, I got my topo right over there in front of you guys. There's a lot of people. Uh, like Middle East is really shining through. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Like some of them are talking in different languages. <laughs> That's what I know. Arabic. And I think some of them are mad. (laughs) (laughs) They are rooting for the bull? They are definitely rooting for the bull. (laughs) Yeah, there's one lady uh, in broken English said that she wished the bull would have killed us. I had a few comments that I I actually screenshotted. Let me see. I can't remember. I just remembered it, actually. Art. Aren't, isn't beef like holy in some religions over oh, there? Yeah, that's like, true. Is it Hindu or yeah, something like that, where but it's I, like you can't eat beef. Yeah, in India. Like, yeah, yeah, India. They like wor- They're like worship, worship cows. Yeah. Daryl Lewis said that was pretty cool, but you still have the most punchable face in America. <laughs> <laughs> one one guy said, "I can count to potato?" Question mark. Um. I just thought that was funny. Yeah, I was trying to think of where that's applicable. Brother, don't know whose balls are bigger, yours or the bulls. <laughs> <laughs> funny thing is, it's a steer. Yeah. <laughs> Elliot Elkins. 
Elliot Elkins, wait, that's a wig? Question mark. <laughs> Dude, your hair, your hair was flying. Oh my yeah, gosh, it was. It really was. The, how you stayed on that on that bull's neck? I have no idea. Like, cause he was like throwing his head, and you were just like. <laughs> I don't know why. I'd, I mean, so I I jumped up to work the hang up as if he were hung up by his hand. Yeah. You know, so I jump up there, but when they're hung up by their hand. You know they can get to their feet and yeah. kind of help you. Y'all Throw help each other get and, there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, so I I jump up and I grab his foot and I'm like, man, I'm not. I mean, he's not gonna be able to jump. Obviously, he's not gonna be able to help me help yeah. him. And so help then, me help you. Yeah. Then I was like, and I couldn't figure out how his spur was hung. You know, it was kind of he has those big spur rails which you can't even use in the PBR, um, which is fine, whatever. But that's why that kind of stuff's gonna happen. But normally when they hang by a spur, it's in the tail and it's they're dragging three they're feet behind. behind the bull. Yeah. yeah. So you can like Not there's underneath. a number of things you can do. And going to the bull's head, if you if somebody can just keep that bull going straight, the second, third, fourth guys can get him out. But with his with his foot hung up by the handle, it was very it's unique. You know, you yeah. don't see it a lot a lot. Anyway, that was the end, first time I'd ever worked one like that. It ended up it was hung in his in the bell straps. And, which uh, it was made out of 550 cord, which yeah. that it wasn't breaking. That was so, not going to come off. So anyways, I try to work it like a normal hang-up. Obviously, that's not going to work. And so then, for some reason, I just thought, I'll slow him down. Because I knew that you and Hudson were on your way. And, you know, well, you were hoping, weren't at, you? At that point, hoping. I was <laughs> hoping. When you went to the head, I'm pretty sure I was underneath him. But Yeah. But... He kind of took a hard left in there right as you went, and he yeah. you went underneath him. He caught me watching. And uh, he did oh. slow down a little, and then Will, Ross, Jacobs, Gabriel were all heading out there. And I see Gabriel. <laughs> Come to find out it was when he this kid, was Tyler, was off the bull. But I see Gabriel, and I'm like – because all I could picture was when Tough hung up to that bull at the finals. Tough, yeah, he everybody didn't. jumped out and stopped the bull. And everybody stopped the yeah. bull. And I was like, and in my for some reason in my mind, I was like, that's what's going to happen here, you know? And uh, so I, I was picturing people piling on this animal, stopping him. And so that's why I yelled at Gabriel, because he's a large man. Have you, have you met Gabriel? No, I haven't, no. He should be here today. Very, like, CrossFit, deadlift 315. However... <laughs> He's fresh out of L.A., bartender in L.A. It's maybe his second time to be there when we were bucking something. So, like, he is just, I mean, like. The little big-eyed? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. At 28, so, at 28 seconds, you can hear him say, what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So somebody new to that world, like. I mean, give the guy a oh, break. No. You yeah. know, like, yeah, he, he, he was still in the arena. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. He's trotting he towards there. it. He just didn't know what to do. So, anyways, then, I still can't believe that kid didn't get hurt. Mm. I mean, the worst he got seemed like was a, a torn brand new shirt. Yes, I think I was more sore than he was. I think it's funny how he goes safe. <laughs> <laughs> he has such a good attitude. He has. That's why this is his third time to be here, fourth maybe. Yeah, and that's why I keep cool. inviting him back. He's yeah. just got, he'll get on anything. He rides good. And he's just got a great attitude. Yeah, and he's funny. He took that bull laying down that last time he was here. Yeah. And it, it kind of whooped him down. And he, he just sat back, sat back up, up and kept riding. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't here for that one. And then, so then, I, and I, I I was kind of joking, but I wanted one of them. We wanted to get New Mexico Bad Boy bucked. 
That was the whole point. We yeah. even had bull riders there, but uh, Prison Mike and Five Eleven ran in there first. So Hudson had gotten on Five Eleven. Uh, Tyler Kipps gets hung up to Prison Mike. So then we got the bull, New Mexico bad boy. That's he's the whole reason we're bucking bulls. And so I, I asked Tyler, I was like, so. You want to get on New Mexico? And he was like, and he thought about it for a second. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, <laughs> and he never, he didn't say no, but me and Hudson, like, we're like, we'll let Hudson get on him. He was like, okay. <laughs> like, he thought about getting on another bull. And after I bet that. you he would have strapped him too. Yeah. I bet he would have rode him. The way he had, and, and New Mexico had his best trip. Oh, yeah. You know, um, he would have had to get on him right then had he waited Definitely. 10, 15 minutes getting sore. And, yeah. But uh, anyway. That was what fun, else? though. Finally doing something besides standing around with a broomstick up your butt. You ain't no rodeo clown, old son. Clown face. <laughs> uh, this is kind of stuff I used to get as a coach. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I, sir, I could call a better game. I had a guy one time tell me, all you ever do is run or pass. Run or pass. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you got any suggestions on something we could do besides that, just let me know, brother. What's the number three? What else you got? <laughs> God, that's funny. But these idiots. I'm trying to – why did it, some of these hit him with a effing twisted tea can? <laughs> Have y'all seen, seen that? that? Yes. Yeah. That's hilarious. Have you seen that video? I haven't seen that one. Oh, my gosh. There's this – He's like, I don't know. He's like – Drunk, I think, or high. This I think high that's just him. Guy. I feel like there's a kid like like this in every town. Like, yeah. and he's there's a he's he's cussing at the guy at in a gas station. He's cussing at this guy, and then there's a there's a black guy behind him, and he keeps calling him him the n word. And this guy's big, and he's being really patient. The kid calling him that is not. And the and the white guy is like skinny, and uh, and uh, the black guy grabs that twisted key. It's a big. It's like it's a, it's a tall boy. It's like twenty four ounces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he kind of holds it, and this guy goes, hit me with it. And he drops it, and that guy goes to kick it, and he picks up this twisted tea can and hits him in the face and Sends knocks him. him. Then the white guy comes back, and he goes to fighting, and he like he has his hands open, and it's like <laughs> slow motion. Like, Where's your eyes? <laughs> Where's your eyes at? Just like throwing his hands, but like his fingers are floppy, and it's like, anyways, it's the... <laughs> Then he's on the ground getting his, getting worked. Yeah, so the yeah, so the black guy just cleans him up, you know. Just <laughs> and the guy's like, okay, okay. <laughs> he's getting it, just like he getting his ass. Finally respects him. him. He's like, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> oh, but everybody in America Respect. is just like, you waited too long. I mean, like they're just proud of the guy for not hitting him sooner, you know. Yeah. Oh man. I went and spent the New Year's with Paul and uh, Tyler up in Oklahoma, Paul Handelman and Tyler Wilhelm. Mm-hmm. And uh, as soon as I got there, we stopped, and they both got twisted teeth. Oh, stock like, went up in that Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> had to. I was like, y'all don't even like those. Why are you getting them? Just in case we get in a fight, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we have them ready. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, weapons of opportunity. Yeah. A lot of – a lot of when it, so when it took off in the Middle East, and, and I'm just – I think it's the Middle East, Vishnu – Vithlapara. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind that life is very precious. Precious life is precious. Like fifty percent of the people that were was, was said those two words, life and precious, in their comments. I don't understand. Maybe they're all using Google Translate. Maybe. Uh, 
And half of it might be that we are thinking that they're picking fun at us, and the other, you know, they're not. They're like, wow, look at these guys. Well, yeah, like Muhammad. They understand that life Muhammad <laughs> Ahmed, he who wears pink shirt has an iron heart. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's, I like that. I do too. That's like... <laughs> Uh, a lot of people want to be He who answer. wears pink shirt has an iron heart. Is why? he talking about you? Yeah, because everybody was saying, because I had on that red hoodie. I don't oh. know why people were saying it was pink. Same color as, I think, your yeah. shirt. Yeah. Juma Odera, why play such dangerous games, idiots? Uh, if that bull steps on your testes, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I'll Macharia face down, right? <laughs> Macharia Paul Sr. said that. <laughs> People are risking their lives in the name of sport. Value your precious life. No second chance. <laughs> it's like, well, this ain't our first rodeo, Olson. <laughs> we weren't worried about our own at that point. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Oh. Yeah, that is Abduhadi Ibrahim. Ibrahim. Abraham. That par- that helmet was about as much use as a parachute in a submarine. If you play with fire, you will get burnt. Trust me, I am a professional. <laughs> okay, Ross, <laughs> professional at what? <laughs> anyway, at first I was there was a few of those that I was I was like starting to get a little frustrated with, and then I was like, okay, this is just comical. There's one that it said stupidity, but it was spelled wrong. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, I used to get. People send me stuff through email and plays. And you should try this play. And, and I would look, and so, I, seriously, sometimes I would look at it and it would be 12 men drawn up. Yeah. Oh, that's and I'm going, oh, that's the ref. Okay. Yes. Okay. You that know, would that work. really works. That, that would works. work. Yeah. We get a rule change that might work. Yeah. If I oh. was a coach, it would, you know how like on the sidelines they have the little black tent? And all that, I would have that, but it would be for me to go in and look at PlayStation <laughs> and figure out what plays coming. Madden's next. choice. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What about like like strategy? Was it hard not to sometimes listen to to people's suggestions? Or? It was real easy not to. Yeah, yeah I bet. I real easy like not to. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just and I used to tell parents all the time that they want to come up and talk to talk to me about their kids, and I'd say, look. I'll talk to you about your son or anything you want to talk about except playing time. Because you and I aren't going to agree on it. Right. We can sit here for hours and hours, and you have your opinion, and we have ours, and this is what we do for a living, and it's not going to change. You're right. not going to change your mind. But We're he's not been here since ours. kindergarten. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Obviously. He should have sent him to football camp. Yeah. yeah. So just, I just started – I'm not. I won't talk to you about playing time. Talk was to you that, about anything else? That was mostly probably like parents' passion for their kids, as opposed to politics, right? Or Most was it of the time, it mixed? is. The, it is just the passion for their kids, and I understand. I mean, your children are your most precious possessions, but you know, especially in Texas, you guys know. I mean, people get hired and fired in high school football in Texas mm-hmm. for winning or not winning right and so you know you got you got to do what's best for your program and and i told our players all the time you got to put your own wants and needs aside for what's best for the team and the program so right donnie doesn't really know he played field hockey 
Field hockey. Mm-hmm. I did not play field. <laughs> might, might as well have. He played football in Missouri. Yeah. So. Oh, that's what it's I meant. Kinda, they, y'all played flag, didn't you? No, we did not play. I played 4A football. What did you play? <laughs> Two-hand tie. I played 1A. 1A football in 1A. Texas. <laughs> Midget wrestling. 1A that's football what... in Texas is the same as 4A football uh, in maybe in Missouri. No, but did can you speak to, like, if, for instance, the time you spent in Florida? Like, what is – obviously, I've never state. played football in another state, so. So, you know, I, I grew up in Texas, played high school ball. My dad was a coach. And so I went to A&M and practiced a lot at A&M. No playing on Saturdays, but a lot of practicing. Mm-hmm. And uh, got into coaching, and then I had an opportunity to go back to A&M and coach. You know, had a chance to go to University of Florida, and so I said, you know, I'm, I've never been anywhere but Texas. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. Go on down to the swamp. Yeah, and I actually lived in a three bedroom apartment in the stadium, at, at in the swamp. Dang, Florida. Dang, that helps. And uh, so I would just, I would just walk from my apartment to the office. It probably day. even smelled like a locker room. Uh, pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it just felt like you were never out of the. But in Florida, there's a lot of great skill athletes in Florida. Imagine. And if you if you watch foot, college football a lot, you'll see that not only does the SEC recruit Florida, but so does the ACC and the Big Ten. They all get a lot of kids out of Florida, especially skill guys. Now, the high school – programs over there are, are are good but they're you know i'm biased i'm from texas i mean uh the fact that you have athletic periods in texas a lot of schools in florida didn't so they'd have to all their practices were after school you know and and uh huh. you, you can just tell by going to texas stadiums i mean nowadays they got <laughs> Like at Allen High School in Dallas, they have a stadium that holds 18,000 people. Dang. And they got the big jumbotron screens. And, you know, it's just incredible what the money that's put into it and the, the, the time and effort. It's, it's. So being a coach in 6A, you've probably seen a lot of, like, kids that made it, like, to the NFL. Yeah, we had several kids, yeah. What do, what do you think, like, what are some of the things that stand out that were different about those guys yeah, like from the beginning? It's hard to, in a, from a high school perspective, it's hard to say that a kid's going to make it to the NFL because there's four to five years gap in between from the time you see them to the time they can actually – get there Mm -hmm. so you don't really know how they're going to develop uh in the universities at the at the universities and 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 but i had a couple of kids one from katie that uh, was an offensive lineman went to stanford became a starter as a freshman so i i kind of had a good idea that when he became a starter as a freshman that he had a chance is that Mm -hmm. the guy that went to the browns no, this is the guy that uh, he he played four years at Stanford. 
extremely intelligent guy, obviously, who went to Stanford. But he also had several music scholarship offers because he is a one of the most unbelievable piano players Dang. I've ever seen. Dang. And he can listen to a song just over the stereo or radio and sit down and play it. Wow. He doesn't read music. He just kind of sees it and I got that hears it and, <laughs> and sits down and plays. And it's it's now that he's got, well, he, to back up a little bit, so he gets out and gets drafted by the 49ers in the seventh round, which is the last round of the draft, which means you make a minimum wage for the first three years. So just half a million dollars. Which yeah, at the time was like – Four twenty-five, I think. Yeah, so you know, and uh, so he was complaining about. I'm here, and he became a starter as a as a rookie. Dang. And uh, he was a guard, and about halfway through the season, they move him to center. Wow. As a starter, and I I would talk to him, and you know, look, I can't believe I'm out here busting my rear end and. Some of these other seventh-round guys are not even playing, and we're making the same amount of money. Dang. I said, dude, just when your contract is up and yeah. you're still starting, yeah, be patient. they'll take care of you. Yeah. Just be patient. So sure enough, three years later, he signs a, a four-year deal for a bunch of money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he'd started all three years of his rookie contract. So he signed a contract. And I sent him a text and said, Doug, you do need to remember the 2% rule in Texas. Yeah. And he sent back, what, what are you talking about? I said, well, if you played high school football in Texas, there's a 2% rule. You have to give 2% of your best contract to your high school coach. <laughs> <laughs> and he just kind of ha-ha, you know, back. And about a week later – I get a box. Sent you a check? <laughs> no, no check. No check. About a week later, I get a, a box delivered to me at my office. I look on it. It's from, I'm from this kid. And I went, what, in, what is this? Cash? <laughs> no, I opened it up, and it was a helmet and a jersey that he had autographed, both of them. And he put a note in it and said, here's your 2%. You're not getting anything else. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Man, I can't imagine. So how long did he end up playing in the NFL? Well, he, he played that four-year contract. And I, I actually called him after I got the box from him and thanked him. And he said, yeah, I'm going to play this contract out, and then I'm done. I'll give me seven years. I'll be vested. I'll get a retirement when I turn 55. I'm out. If I'd have known you get a retirement at 55, I'd have tried harder. So, at four years go by, and he signed another four-year deal. Dang. I called him again. I said, hey, what happened to uh, – I'm going to play this contract out, and I'm done. It was all for San Francisco? Uh, his whole career, 49ers. He said, I'm playing as long as they'll keep paying me. Dang. So, he played out that four-year deal. Which gave him eleven years, and he said, "That's it." That's Man, a long, that's a long time. Because as, I, but here's something else he had to think about too. Living he, in San Francisco. Well, that. <laughs> but he was an offensive lineman, and off. If you've ever seen an offensive lineman hands, after playing ten, twelve years in the NFL, 
sometimes their fingers don't always point in the same direction. Imagine. And got them Cole Cameron hands, or not Cole, uh, Craig, Craig, Cameron. Craig Cameron hands. Bangers. But he wanted to still pursue his music stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh. And he really didn't want his. Had to play like this. I mean, he had gotten along far enough to where his, his hands weren't really uh-huh. damaged. So he could still play. And he said, you know, 11 years is plenty. I, I want to do this now. So. I'd you know, I appreciate the $43 million more, <laughs> but I'd really like to play piano. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like Megamind. Whatever. The University Brad of Miami Pitt. offered him a full ride for music. Dang. He said, whether you've come here and play football or not, we'll pay for your college. I didn't know you could do anything I, like I, that. And here's the funny part. In high school, I, I was What talk, was his name? His name was Eric Heitman. And uh, his dad played basketball at Texas A&M. And his dad became a very well-known uh, veterinarian. And he, his dad got to the point where he didn't really do you know, people's pets anymore. He did people's steers. I mean, not steers, but, you know. Livestock. Livestock. Yep. I mean, big-time money livestock. Yes, sir. And they would, people would fly him to all parts of the U.S. to come take care of there. And when I first got to Katie's, where I coached this guy, I didn't know this about his dad. And the kid as a junior kind of wavered on whether he wanted to even play football anymore or not. <laughs> and, I, and I'm talking to him. I said, Eric, do you realize that football is going to get your college paid for? He said, coach, my college has been paid for for a long time. I don't have to worry about college. And so I, I said, what's he talking about? And I go do some research later. And I'm like, oh, yeah, his college has been paid for since that kid was born. I mean, yeah. his dad was big time yeah veterinarian and he, he <clears throat> money was not an object right for where he was going to go to school so that was yeah. in katie katie high school yeah. didn't, didn't you win a couple state championships there three 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 dang, of them, yeah. dang. how many total three those three <laughs> yeah so, well that's good enough <laughs> yeah well they're hard to win i'll promise you i'm bad I'm especially at 6a they're Texas. hard to win were they were any of them consecutive uh no no we we won the, our first one in '97. Mm, and, a good year. And then we won uh, one in 2000, and then again in 2003. Nice. But we we played. <clears throat> we went through a stretch there for four years where we either won it or played for it. Mm. So a lot nice. of fun. Yeah, yeah. That's a different level of football than what I was. You know, I do have, a, 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 I think, a funny story about rodeo and football. When I was coaching at Conroe, I had a kid that he wasn't a very good player, but a big rodeo guy, bull rider. And he, he really didn't care for the contact aspect of football. We tried to put him on, like, kickoff coverage you know, to get him on the field. And he's one of those, you know, kickoff coverage, you have lanes you got to run through. Right. And you got well, this guy would run. Wherever. He would run a big arc. Get out of his I'm going to go around these In guys. order to <laughs> avoid any contact. We got to, we had, we had to take him off of it. 
So I talked to him one day. I said, son, I, I don't understand. I said, tell me what you wear when you play football. So what are you talking about? I said, tell me what you wear. And he said, I'm wearing a helmet, shoulder pads. I said, keep going. Hip pads, thigh pads, knee pads. Yeah, okay. Tell me what you wear when you ride a bull. A, a hat, a shirt, <laughs> jeans. I said, okay. So on a football field, have you ever run across something with horns and weighed 2,000 pounds and was pissed off? Yeah. I said, I don't understand. You will, you will run out of the way to avoid contact in a football game. Yeah. But you don't think twice about crawling <laughs> up on a mad bull and seeing if you can ride that thing for yeah. eight seconds. He says, Coach, I, I, I can't explain it. I just can't explain it. Oh, man. No, that's a good point. And I, I actually, not so much in high school, but later, I just I told somebody, I was like, I promise you, you're probably not going to hit me as hard as I've been hit before. Like, of course. I'm not saying you're not going to knock me out. I'm not saying I'm not going to get hurt, but I've probably been hit that hard before. But same. I did have a kid one time at Conroe. This kid, he was a junior. He was also a professional auctioneer at 16 years old. 45 now, coming on up. He made, this is back in mid-80s, early 80s. He made, no, excuse me, early 90s. He made about thirty to 40000 a year as a junior in high school. Wow. Doing auctions. Wow. And he used that money to buy his own cattle. Wow. And he had... I don't know how many heads of cattle he had, but he had quite a few. Right. So we're we're playing in a game in Conroe, and right before the half, he got clocked, and it was no question he had a concussion. I mean, he was <laughs> as we called it, as I'm we called it we called it a conclusion, and he had a conclusion. <laughs> and at at the half, we had a we had a trainer that was in there, you know, evaluating him. And he tells the trainer, he says, he says, sir, if you'll let me play in the second half, I'll give you one of my cows. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, well, of course, he couldn't let him play. But the trainer comes and tells me the story as we're going back out on the field. And I said, well, I'll be darned. So the next Saturday morning, we get them, all the kids back up there. and He's in there getting follow-up evaluation. And I go in the trainer room and I said, hey. I'm a little, my feelings are a little bit hurt. <laughs> he said, well, I said, well, if I'd have let you play last night in the second half, would you have given me a cow? <laughs> he says, coach, I, I don't know. I'm not sure how many cows I gave away last night. <laughs> <laughs> I may not have a herd left. <laughs> I may not have a herd left. Oh, shoot. That's yeah. funny. I, uh, I, I don't know how many concussions I've had, you know, I've just, my, I mean, the, you remember? The, <laughs> no, I don't. But uh, I know. I, I mean, anyway, I start to I start to wonder though when it starts to wear on you. I don't know how many you got to have or not have before it starts to wear on. It's you. like eighteen. That's where I'm at. Hopefully, <laughs> it's wearing on me. Hopefully, but uh, yeah, we get a lot of those in rodeo. But 
risk precious life for sport, <laughs> <laughs> as they say in the Middle East. <laughs> Stupidity. People that's, won't remember your name. That's why no one will remember your name. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, are you glad to be back? You've been gone. You've been, I am glad to be back. Donnie's been out of it. Donnie's been. Uh, he had to. He got sick, and we didn't want him around anyone for about ten days. So he uh, got to isolate himself. Then he went home. Yeah. <clears throat> for seven days. Yeah. You've been. I ain't seen you in half of December. Yeah. Well, pretty much most of December. Yeah. Yeah. It's good it, to be back in Winnebago. Not, it was a good break, but I was ready to come back. Yeah. Were you surprised at how much you missed this little one-horse town? No. No, every time I go home, I'm like, I, I get excited to go home and I spend a day or two there. And usually, like, during the day when everybody's at work, like, I'm like, bored. Really, yeah. really, really bored. And yeah. then you got to watch all of Dale's snaps. Yeah. <laughs> and usually you're doing something fun while I'm gone. Yeah. Like, I had serious FOMO when you guys, when I saw that video of you guys. Yeah. Getting I, destroyed. Yeah, well, I, I was like, gosh dang it, I wasn't there like to do anything. I, yeah. That's how I felt. I was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Would you, you, would you have ran out there? I'd like to think I would have done something. I, you, yeah. I, he'd have ran out there. I Especially once there's two or three of us yeah. on him. And I mean, I'm not going to say you would have done anything productive yeah. if you ran out there. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to think. I will say this. You, you were the first one to jump on. Yeah. Well, he and, was the closest. Yeah, well, that's true. But, but I mean, like, I, that's 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 pretty amazing. Just I'm just gonna jump on this bull's neck the, and see if I can slow him down. The a fact bit. that you stayed with him the whole time, you didn't like. I don't know how you held that on to. That surprised me. I don't I, know how you did. Yeah. I don't either. You I, know, uh, one thing I did notice is when when uh, Leroy over here got stepped on and knocked over. And, he jumped when bull kept going, and he he jumped up, and grabbed his hat, and then started running back to the bull, and then realized, you know, I probably don't need this right now. And throws it down. <laughs> yeah. But you were you were running fast. I didn't know. I did not know you could run that fast. You were hauling. That wasn't even top speed, buddy. <laughs> thirty-one. <laughs> thirty-one. Uh, thirty-one. <laughs> you were going to that sucker. But you had a pretty. The reason, so the hat thing, so it was it just my, well, my first thought, like before I even looked up or anything, like the first thing that went through my head was like, surely he's out now. Right. <laughs> like, surely <laughs> Dale's got him now. Yeah. And uh, so when I get up and I see it, the hair is in my face. I can't see. And so I'm like, oh, I gotta, gotta get my hat. Because that's what we use to keep the hair out of our faces. Exactly. And uh, I take off running, and I hear somebody yell knife, and I'm like, oh, I have one. Yeah. <laughs> I can't grab it because I have a hat in my hand, so I throw the, throw the hat down, grab the knife. And luckily, I didn't – well, not luckily. I did cut his rope, but I didn't have to. I could have just, like, kept pulling it. I like think I the was pulling while I was to cut it is what got is that what got tail. It out. Yeah. But he needs a new bull rope now because I did cut one of – one of the ropes. That's, on him. That's yeah. on him. I don't think he's, he's mad probably that. very appreciative that you cut that rope. His he, mom texts me. I'm sure she will buy him a new rope. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll buy him a new rope if, if, if he needs it. Yeah. Just Tuck, to make Tuck. sure he's okay. Tuck, I, I Snapchatted it to Tuck, and he was like, why don't you just pull the tail? Why don't you just pull the tail? Shut up, Tuck. <laughs> Clearly, we, we were all winging it. Yeah. A year. Yeah. 
We were all winging it. Yeah, uh, 11, 12 times the NFR, seven times to you know, Web, NFR. Webb posted it and said, you, of the year. Like, he's like, he was praising you. I don't know. No, Webb Web was, and, and so was Tuck, but Webb was Web was like, man, we need, we need to enter a protection match together. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, whoa, 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 I don't know about that. Webb called me, and I was like, what's going on, man? And all I heard was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, well. That doesn't make me feel better, but thank you. <laughs> no, well, he, he he did tell us that we we both did the right thing. Just I think not. What went know. through my head was like, because I've been hung up to bulls before. Obviously, I've been hung up to bareback horses, which is even that much more terrifying. No, thank you. But but you're always when you're hung up to your hand, like you can use your bicep. You can like on a bareback horse, you can use your second hand, and then you're just doing a chin up into the microphone, please. You, you you can do a chin up, you know, on a bareback course. <clears throat> you can uh, you can jump with your feet. Like there's just so many different ways where you can help yourself. As long as they're still bucking. But when you're hung up by a foot, mm. you are completely helpless. You That's why you gotta do them calf curls. <laughs> <laughs> you better be really good at, hand, at uh, handstand. Uh, so whatever they are. Yeah, I, I, I really couldn't believe he didn't get slammed into one of those. The, Panels, pan, pin panels, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because when that thing starts turning, right, it could have easily just kind of slung him like a, you know, yeah, right know into it, just it, his head it, into yeah, the. Yeah, I, I was just watching that thing go. My God. <laughs> That's the most dangerous part, you know. Well, you know, either the the panels or the ground, or the, hooves. <laughs> the, the hooves. panels or the ground, the, the, dew, <laughs> the dew claws. But dew claws. Uh, <laughs> so, you yeah, know, the reason he didn't get hurt is. Thank the Lord for total feeds. That sucker's so big so and tall that he pushed him to the outside away from his feet the entire his time. His head wasn't on the ground. Yeah. His literally like well, there was one point that it was dragging. Once it started to get it started kinda mm-hmm. coming loose. And uh that's when I thought that Ty was dead. But that's what that's what made I was like, this joker when you're hung up to you know, when somebody's hung up by the hand, like when you used to get hung up every bull ride, <laughs> like it's like Uncle Grandpa. We need guy. to go help him, but he's gonna be all right. Yeah, his head's out of harm's way. He might be missing teeth. He can stand up. If you get to your feet, let's just—it's—it's it's fun. It's comical. Yeah, new toenails—they take like twelve. But I was thinking months to grow back. It's not a big deal. I was thinking, man, his foot—he is completely and utterly helpless. There's—he cannot get himself out because if you're hung up by your hand. And you just give up, like, like okay, we need to help you, but like, you ain't got no kind of heart. Like in his situation, didn't matter how much he heart had, he, he had, had, no chance. There was there help. was nothing he could do. Only yeah. thing to help him in that situation is a bionic leg or choose a different bell strap. Yeah, I don't guess he could have slipped his foot out of his boot. No, they're, they're tied on. Too tied. Well, too, so in in the, the bronc riding, sometimes when you hang a stirrup in the bronc riding. The way your foot's shaped, if if you roll to your belly, bronc riding or riding a horse, if you ever get hung up to a stirrup, you know they teach you to roll to your belly because the way your sh- your foot is shaped, when it rolls over, it'll twist out of that stirrup. And so there was kind of like <clears throat> his deal was his foot was up and over his back, so he couldn't even roll over. So and he needed to push all the way over the other side of the bull. That was another <laughs> scenario. We could have thrown him over. Grabbed him and thrown him. <laughs> but <laughs> but then that was Hudson's job. But apparently it was you know. But then how half the size of how deep is the shank into that 
into that yeah, uh, bell strap, you throw him over, yeah. or he is able to roll, yeah. and it hangs him up even more. And the other side would have been way worse, getting hung up with that same leg. Yeah. Because you're the, underneath him at that point. The one thing, you know, I did I did also have a knife. Yeah, I did. Too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think <laughs> you could have really reached for your knife at that point. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, if I would have thought about the knife before the hat... You know, or <clears throat> why didn't you just turn him over? Yeah, you <laughs> that was my next move. Yeah. That was my next. Well, you know, and I was try- I kept forgetting which side he was on. I didn't want to turn that bull over on, on him. Yeah, you know, yeah, get but a hip bone. To the brain. Good thinking there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But thinking on your feet, right? Well, you weren't on your feet on but. his head, right? <laughs> I think that you know it goes in your brain to to. Um, it goes in your brain. Do you like that wording? No, I was just. Mentally picturing your hair just flying. <laughs> I went my hair back and forth. I went my hair. Soon as I, as soon as I realized that somebody had caught it on film, I knew my caption. Yep, can't believe my wig stayed on. <laughs> I, I knew that was gonna be my caption. But no, I think that the reason why the knife didn't come into our brain so fast, Leroy, is like because <clears throat> when they're dragging three feet behind the bull and their their spur is hung to the tail, knife. That, that's easy it's like not yeah. you just cut it right there it's right in front of you but the way he hung that's more of like how you, they hang when their hand and that never crosses your mind to cut the rope in that scenario right and anyways whatever we've dissected it but i digress it was fun though i'll i will say that exact scenario is like my biggest fear as far as like owning an arena stock and somebody getting hung up mm-hmm Working a hang up on a hand, I can handle it. Bareback rider, rope the horse. You know, it's a small arena. Let's get right. that horse roped and then slow the horse down. Um, Worst case scenario, open the gate, let him in the back pen. But but JK, a bull rider, <laughs> a bull rider hanging a spur. That's the one that 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 sometimes gets me. Hanging a spur on top is what's yeah that's over the, the handle. Part. Yeah. But uh, I did that once, but it wasn't for nearly as long <clears throat> as. Yeah, just kind of like like five six feet, right? Yeah, he he stepped on me like right. once or twice. But we got a bathroom break. Yeah, bathroom break. got a bathroom I, break. Um, I don't mess your deal with. No, Th- believe Mid-roll. me. Yeah, <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're not even gonna pause it. Mid roll. Yeah. Got, um, got anybody you want to? Yeah, that was. Uh, we have any I've guys? hung, I've drugged like behind a horse. Like on a stirrup, I was training a horse at a guy's, at a cutting horse trainer. I would go in there before school, and uh, I'd go in there like 5 a.m. He had this barn and uh, with lights. Don't ever work with somebody that has lights, because <laughs> then you got to go in either at 5 a.m. or 9 p.m. Uh, feed lots. Be careful of feed lots. Yeah. Sometimes they have lights. But anyways, yeah, so I hang to this, this bucket, this colt. Dragged me around the round pen two or three times. Got this big scar, and then I just remembered. I heard my, I heard, I heard my old man in in the back of my head. Roll to your belly, and it got me out like, like that. But mm. that's the only time I've ever like I've had kind of like you like little fleeting moments where my spur hangs, but I've never hung like Tyler did. I've only hung, I hung a stirrup for like two jumps in the bronc riding. I've hung up by my hand to some pulls, but. I've never, yeah, I've never been hung up like that. Yeah, I hung to more bulls than I rode, probably, definitely. Yeah, it don't matter. Uh, it's probably, you know, it's 
You hung. Wait a second. You hung to more bulls than you rode. I bet it's fifty. I bet it's even. Yeah, that's probably Rickle even. counts. God rest his soul. Oh, is he, he's gone. Ah, uh, Tuesday. <laughs> oh, on Tuesday, God rest his soul. Yeah, poor guy. Should we have a funeral while he's still alive? <laughs> that would I, well, that would be the saddest thing ever to be at your own funeral. <laughs> <laughs> just feed the snot out of him. Like, God, that'd be so terrible. <laughs> Speaking of total feeds cake, yeah. Are you so sad that the office is off of Netflix? It's been a rough couple of days. It's been a rough <laughs> couple. Of days. Have you gotten Peacock yet? I have not. It's on Peacock. It is on Peacock exclusively, I think. No, I thought it was on uh, some other network. Yeah, Peacock. That's a real network? I thought it was on the app. It's like a streaming thing. It's oh. a streaming oh. network. But it's free, apparently. What? I'm really? sure it's free and it's got ads. Yeah. I, bet, I think it's got I, ads. I bet Office, or the Office isn't free on Peacock. The amount yeah. of money they no. have to pay for that to be on there, they pay for it through the ads, I bet. Like Hulu. Don't you think? See, you no, got to pay for Hulu, though. It's not, 11 not, bucks for but no it's, ads. But it's cheaper. Yeah, it's it's like $4 with ads. Yeah. Which I, I can't do. That. Dude, it ain't that bad. <laughs> I can't I, but but now that I've gotten so used to the Netflix like style deal, I just can't do it. Yeah. Can't watch the ads. Awesome. I can't I can't watch the ads on the smart TV when I know I also have Netflix. When yeah. you don't have to watch them. Yes. But to to watch the office, it's gonna be harder to watch nineteen episodes in a row, I'll tell you that. Yeah, for sure. Thing I the biggest thing I don't like about other streaming platforms is that if you pass out while watching a series, it just keeps rolling, and you'll wake up four or five hours later, whatever. And <laughs> how long are you napping? <laughs> this is like this is like going to bed, like oh, okay. you're like going to sleep or something. Wake up at three in the yeah, morning. Yeah, and it's still on. Yeah. Like and like you like that? No, no I don't, I don't like that because like you have no idea where you're at, and you just kind of. They need yeah. to change the algorithm where they know when we're asleep is what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe yeah. put a, like a little chip in your wrist. Oh, I'm yeah, COVID. Yeah, we get a little chip chip. Ask if you're still watching after three episodes. Okay, I got you. Yeah, that actually frustrated me more than anything. Really? I started watching yeah. the other day Just uh, because alone. I don't I watched that. On Netflix. That's a good that's I didn't a good think watch. I was going to like it, and I was like, mm, I'll watch this. It'd be easy to go to sleep watching. What needs you to go to sleep? It's a good it little good. watch. Yeah. I watched Den of Thieves last night just because I got tired of Netflix suggesting it. And I was it's like, fine, one. you win. I'll watch it. <laughs> that Gerard Butler. Any good? It was, it was good. It was good. It was kind of like it's a certain style of movie that you got to like that style. Like like just kind of like kind of violent right up at the very beginning, and uh, I, which I'm not crazy about because I'll think about it for days and – I don't know. I liked 13 Hours just because, like, it was true, you know, but it's kind of like that style. And half the cast is from The Office. Yeah, that's so. the Benghazi deal. Yes, Benghazi deal. So now I'm trying to watch Outpost. That's a good That's a good movie. I'm only, like, 10 yet. minutes into it. Apparently it's a true story. It is a true story. Kim yeah. Dash, where oh, they're, like, yeah, down, in they're down in that bowl. Yeah, down it's in the wild. Valley. Yeah. It's wild. Afghanistan horrible is place. a wild place. Horrible yeah, that's a place to have a It's have a, a horrible place to be in... Afghanistan, period. But then also like down in that little valley, there was a a couple documentaries on um, Netflix a while back called they're not on there anymore, but they were called Corngall and Restrepo, mm -hmm. and they were good. They they were true. One yeah, it was a documentary. Um, 
but they were both the same group of guys, and one was just a follow-up kind of documentary. But it was really good. It was about the Korngal Valley over in Afghanistan. That one is like the Korngal's not it's not a cool place. No, man. it was pretty much the Wild West, they said. Yeah. One of my coaches at Conroe was in the Army Reserves. He's he's currently on his fourth tour of duty. Oh wow! In Afghanistan as a reservist, he went first. His first tour was Iraq. Was there for like nine months, and then came back. And he's gone three tours to Afghanistan. Dang! Says so it's pretty wild. Even right now, he says it's not as bad now, but you know it's. He says he comes back. So I, I just don't completely understand why we're over there, but yeah, I'll, I'll do what they tell me. But. Yeah. Speaking of warriors, how about old Ross giving that old horse the boots? Yeah. I wish the, I wish the camera angle could have been a little bit different so you could have seen how fast his feet were. Yeah. Ross proud of him. is a college roommate of ours, and uh, he was two tours of duty in Iraq. And Traveling he was, partner. He was in uh, – so First he was – wave of Fallujah. Yeah, he was getting – he got uh, done with basic training, went home for a week, and was going back – and was in the airport when 9-11 happened and had to watch know, obviously was grounded for a day but like watched it in the airport and so like he was going and then was you know the first wave of Fallujah he was standing there when they were tearing down the statue of Saddam Hussein mm-hmm. it was like a big moment and uh, so they're sitting there on the curb watching it he said he didn't even know that they were doing it he was like what are they doing over there and then the, they see the statue come down like anyways he was uh, he came out that day that uh we we wrestled prison Mike and he got on a bareback horse. You wrestled prison Mike. You, we had, you and me alone. I had a lot of talks with Ross and he was just telling me about just kind of the because I just watched. Oh, sorry, we keep playing footsies. Um, I just watched thirteen hours and uh, I was because I was asking him, you know, like during in thirteen hours when they're actually fighting, you know, and those guys are shooting and. And uh, I was like, if that's like a adrenaline, like let's say that's action level ten, like what was it like for you over there? Like how often did you go to that level? You know, because obviously in thirteen hours the movie, you know, it's pretty rough, but it's it's thirteen hours and then they were done. And he said it was like that every day. He said like they would have interactions like that every single day. Anyways, the point is he uh, <clears throat> when he got back he. He was pretty he's a pretty level headed guy. Like he doesn't get worked up about anything. Like Bucking Bull gets out in this warehouse, he's gonna talk in the same tone of voice. <laughs> oh man, that's like, horrible. Oh, man. All shirts flying, man. <laughs> Let's get over there. We need to get over there and get that door shut. You know, like he's gonna act like that. So, anyways, he's pretty level headed, but he's like bareback riding was was the closest thing to that excitement level. And not that he was like a thrill seeker, like he had to have it, but just like he obviously did well with it at war, two mm-hmm. tours. And so, but he was like, he's like it, as far as getting back here and anything he had done, sports or whatever, like bareback riding was the closest that he could find that was, was comparable to that feeling, which was interesting to me and believable, like bareback riding. Living oh. with him, I remember... He'd start telling stories about stuff. I guess we lived together for a couple of years before uh, before this day, but he was going to uh, a Marine Corps ball, and he got dressed up in his dress blues, and 
he walked out of his room and I was like, dang, the amount of metals he had. It was like he was a Cracker, ba- uh, cracker Jack's box connoisseur and freaking <laughs> this is to his belly button with metals. Like the dudes, yeah. he's done, a, he did a lot of stuff in two years. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I'm not comparing war to Cracker Jack boxes, but yeah, you know what I mean. A lot of de- decor. decor. A lot of decor. Covering his chesticles. <laughs> well, I know we're all excited about um, our war shows and, and other shows that um, could potentially be on streaming networks in the future. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, be exciting. What? That's 2021. What about 2020? What's your favorite moment looking back? I've got three questions to wrap up this podcast. We didn't talk much about it being the new year or nothing. Yeah. I forgot. What was your favorite like video video moment <clears throat> in 2020? The last one. Like that was that was the most exciting. That was Definitely. exciting. Yes. Was I, I would like to see the video that topped that one. I will tell you that. Yes. If there was, if one exists. Yeah. As far as like most exciting video, I don't think there is. That was we went out with a bang. That was a good one. That was fun. Like I mean, it was in the moment. <clears throat> it did get uh, heartbeat got up a little bit, but all in all, it was that was probably the most fun. I would say. Um, Going down there and hanging with my ex-girlfriend, Hannah Barron, <laughs> in I Alabama. Was, I was going to say, that was pretty enjoyable. Noodling. Hanging out with Jeff and Hannah. Um, yeah. I did like to go to Sid and Bobby Steiner's. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was really cool. See, I, I, I forgot that was in 2020. Yeah, it feels a, like it yeah. was 2019. Well, it was, bef- it was it was BC. Yeah. Before COVID. Yeah. So yes. how was the how was How fun was the noodling? It was... I have always wanted to do it like as a bucket list thing, just because it's so intriguing to me that you would do that underwater, grab, you know, how they get them. And, um, and reach in there, not sh- exactly sure what you're correct. putting your arm in his mouth. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but like I have like kind of a, a fear of like deep water and, um, and, but like I'll I don't mind doing like physical type activities obviously so like and and come to find out most of what we did was in like waist deep water mm-hmm. and so like um they, they they have like boxes set out where like you you know and they mark them with the GPS and uh there's some spots they say that, and they'll go to them they do go to them they didn't want to take us thank thank the lord because it's a little more dangerous where you like got to swim down and you'll get like under a big rock and go get them and um mm-hmm. that they'll do that they are that you know but you know the the problem with those is number one everybody finds out about them and then they get hunted up they get fished up real quick mm-hmm. and nothing will be there and uh, number two you only have so many of those spots so you go a couple hours in a day and then you're done well if they put these boxes out where they know where they are then all of a sudden you get to fish more and uh Anyhow, when I reached down into that first box and that fish grabbed a hold, like it kind of it it was a, a blue cat and which are the more aggressive, and um, like it it hit me, like it, when it hit like because they can smell you and feel you in there. They don't see you, you know, because it's so muddy. But um, it caught me off guard, but it wasn't near as painful as I thought. And it just your adrenaline pumps up a little. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like 
fighting that bull, you just kind of do it, and before you know it, you got you're holding this big fish. I, I always <clears throat> question the clarity of the water. No, yeah, it seems can. like no one does that in any kind of water that's clear. Right. At all. It's always right. Looks almost like <laughs> chocolate milk, so to yes. speak. And you're just not real sure what you're putting your hand in. <laughs> no. And and I mean I like I said we went that one day. I I caught maybe 3 and Donnie caught 3. So like we're not like professionals by any means, you know. Jeff would uh, find the box and he'd have a stick and he'd stick his feet in there to block the hole and he'd be he'd be feeling around with that stick and he'd go, "Oh, oh, oh he just bit my foot." He's oh, he's a good oh, one. It's a big one. It's a good one. Come on oh, in here, Donnie boy. It's yeah. a big one. Oh, Donnie. Yeah, get down there, boy. And then Donnie was a little hesitant at first. I did. I think I was more hesitant later on because I already had caught a couple. And you just, just wanted to drink beer. Oh yeah, I just kind of wanted to drink beer. And we had that kid with us, and he was like, "Yeah, craving it." Like, Eleven years old, like just like I saw one of your videos, mm -hmm. him pulling one up. Yep, his name's Weston McCauley. He was eleven. He's white tail heaven. I was just like, let him go to it. Like, and he he did too. Yeah. yeah, he did. He went to him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no Jeff and we, not that. I had any preconceived thoughts, but like Jeff and Hannah, like we're just like good people that, you know, you want to be around. And so that was cool. But yeah, the Steiners, same yeah. thing, same thing. Like Steiners was, but like I said, it was like you said, it's BC. It felt like yeah, that was, that was a fun day. That was, that a, was good day. a good time and great people that you want to be around. I got, when I went to Flat Rock and ranched for yeah, a couple know. of burger. Yeah, that was, that was fun. And then, uh, yeah, and then we kind of took a little break and did that other deal for two months, and that was fun. Yeah. I'm ready for ready to the, be able world, to talk about the it. world to know about that. Yeah. Recorded Come, an album. That was fun. Leroy recorded an album. Yeah. I love those songs that you Thanks. sent me. You're welcome. You're the only, actually the only person that's got to hear them. They didn't yeah. know that I had those. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> Um, but I don't want to. Why say you anything. do this to me, Faka? Because I got to get it how I want it before I can let anybody else hear it. Because then it's I don't want to have you coming back being like, "Oh, dude, I love the first one so much better than the second. When, when did you retire? Three years ago. So there wasn't a, was there a lot different this year for you than normal? Yeah, you know, my dad being like I said, my dad was a coach, so. And up until three years ago, I, I didn't know a life any different than mm -hmm. revolving around football season. But but so twenty twenty, getting to I mean like was there was there you were already retired? I'd retired, so yeah. I'd been re this is my third year to be out. So gotcha. And uh, I went to work for Balfour, the company that does class rings, and we do letter jackets and cap and gowns. And now you're you're doing your your new deal. And I got a, a new deal going with shoulder pad. Uh, cleaning and restoration dis dis disinfecting gotcha. which never been really done before uh, best way to clean shoulder pads in the old days was power wash them and or dip them in a solution of water and bleach and lay them out in the parking lot to dry but that doesn't really I f clean I f them it just kind of hides the smell you i know? feel like that's one of those things where uh like you would you might call a coach and tell them like what you do and just immediately when they hear it they're like oh you're supposed yeah, to clean yeah. those? 
No, no, no. The opposite. <laughs> I feel like as a coach, you'd be like, yeah, no, we need that. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. Come on, whenever. When I've can had, you be here? I've had that several times. In fact, I went into one school, and uh, like uh, mid sentence, they're cutting you off. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I went into one school to <clears throat> visit a guy, and he says, "Coach, this is unbelievable that you're here with this because my trainer <clears throat> just walked out of my office, and it's a female trainer." And he says, well, "She comes in and goes, <laughs> we've got to do something about the smell down here." <laughs> And it's from shoulder pads. Right. I mean, the kids go out, especially down in the Houston Gulf Coast area, they sweat. Humid. And those pads get full of moisture. And then you And take then there's moisture in, there's humidity in the locker room. Oh, yeah. And then they hang those shoulder pads in their locker and put them on again the next day. And man, that's what makes locker rooms smell like they smell. Man, I, w- I had my shoulder pads in a bag. Like, and I'd keep them in the back of my truck for, like, just in the bed of my truck. I'd just throw them back there. And sometimes they'd get rained on or something. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, after the, a practice or the smelling a locker room after a wet practice, like a rain practice, is there's not. Go yeah, back in there the bad. next morning. Yeah. Yeah. After a practice in the rain. Because y'all are humid, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Southeast Missouri is really humid. And it's yeah. bad. So. So switching from 2020, what's your uh, what's a New Year's resolution or what you looking forward to in 2021, Leroy? Oh, it's already time for those. <laughs> yeah, I think oh, it's January man. like fifth or sixth or something. The third. I don't know. I forgot to do that. Yeah. Uh, my goal to make more money than I made last year. Okay. Um, That's a good goal. Mine too. Start <laughs> and to put out another album in 2021. Album number three, two. Well, the first one was an EP. The f- one before that was a single. So like a full album, another ten songs before twenty twenty one's over. So I have two albums come out <clears throat> in twenty twenty one. You got any goals for twenty twenty one? You know, just just get this shoulder pad thing going. Yep. Like we just really got started in the spring, and then COVID hit. So it's just now really getting it off the ground. So what's yeah, the sure. company called? Uh, it's with Surf Pro. Surf Pro. Surf Pro. The restoration, you know, after fire and flood, they yeah. uh, they developed a an actual machine that it was designed to clean hockey shoulder pads. And then you know somebody and says, you know, there's probably more football shoulder pads yeah. in the U.S. than there are hockey mm, shoulder pads. Really, yeah. Why don't we clean those too? Yep. And that's kind of how it got off the ground and. Uh, the Dallas area really got it going first because it's the, the the company that doing it is in flower in Flower Mound, mm-hmm. so it's uh it's it's a good deal. Coaches are really uh, open to it. Yeah, we need that. We need it bad, and because I don't want to do it, and uh, it's 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 exciting kind of deal. I'm, I'm excited about getting it going. Good deal, Donnie. Twenty twenty one goals anything um i'd like to stop using tobacco products um sinner yeah um just get on more bucking horses yeah mine's do more videos more videos more bucking horses more music more football pad cleaning (laughs) life advice this is where we'll wrap it up go ahead Leroy. uh you had one earlier Courage is knowing you're going to get hurt, but doing it anyway. 
but so is stupidity. So that's why life is hard. <laughs> Just know the difference. Do you have any life advice Gosh, for us? I don't know. I you know, sometimes you're going to go and, and, and do things and you're going to get your rear end kicked. I mean, you guys that ride Bronx and Bulls and all know that. but uh, so, so you are going to get your rear end kicked, but you just got to make sure you show up the next day. Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't have to win. You just got to show up. Yep. I, I've never had that problem, not winning. <laughs> but I can imagine that's the truth. Donnie, you got words Shoot, of wisdom? Man, I always like go blank. Like, man, I always like think of good ones. Um, think of them, but I can't make the Knowledge is great, but it, it tastes like crap. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Do the right thing for the right reason and live with the consequences. On to the next one. Yeah. Wash your hands and say your prayers. Germs and Jesus are everywhere. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. Rodeo Time Podcast. On to the next one. Pow, pow. Pow, pow, pow.